You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Hello and welcome to another episode of Watchpoint Radio, Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to Overwatch and its community. I am Jared, also known as Ja, and I'm here with Josh Kender, also known as Kender. Hey, it's your boy. Gained the lead, lost the lead, tied the leader. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's that. You got to be on stream to get it. (laughs) Um, And uh, if you played Halo, you fucking get it. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah a little halo conversation before but i'm also here with ben guyton also known as the dude abides juggernaut is, is this sit rep radio tonight or is it watch point radio hey, we're, we're watch point radio tonight oh, okay. you can't turn tail just yet you can't okay. turn tail just yet because <laughs> anyway, that's all he wants to, to talk about yeah <laughs> this is episode i see you jamie this is episode number 150. I feel like I should have did something for this, but it's just another WPR day over here. It's like 150 episodes. Just you know? put, put in the little uh, the sound bite from the grunt's head exploding. The yeah! You remember that from oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just put that in right you say 150 yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah, this is why Mike from SitRep is a better host than I am because they, they, they're doing a giveaway for their 150. I'm like, man, I should have thought about that. Maybe if I wasn't doing 100 other things, I could have focused on the 150 episode and do, do something nice for the community. But uh, yeah, this is episode number 150. We are recording on March 13th for release on March 14th. I uh, got a couple things to talk about. Uh, there's some more PTR updates. Uh, we're gonna, we found out that Baptiste is going live soon. Notice the P. Notice the P in the name. We're going to get to that as well. There was a Baptiste Q&A. Uh, Q&A. Also a Q&A. <laughs> there was a Baptiste Q&A. And we're going to talk about that a little bit. And we're also going to talk about carry fatigue a little bit. Um, as well as a community question from our friend Seer Prophet. But before we get into all of that, I'd like to welcome anybody listening for the very first time. Thank you very much for taking the time to check out Watchpoint Radio. Uh, this is a podcast about Overwatch news and esports and competitive. But for the most part, we focus on the community and the state of the game. Uh, so if you do enjoy the show, feel free to follow us on Twitter at Watchpoint Radio. We would love to have you join us on Discord, which is discord.me slash mash those buttons. And as always, I want to welcome any returning listeners back. Thank you guys very much for coming in back and checking out Watchpoint Radio again. So whether this is your first re-listen or your 149th re-listen, we do thank you very much much thank you very much for coming back we we were able to do this every week because you guys listen other than that we just be talking to ourselves and that's no fun 
Uh, but no new patrons this week. We do have a new subscriber on Twitch, friend of Bender. He was also on one of our community episodes, so I'll definitely check that out. That was, that's still a good episode. Uh, we actually just released our latest community episode with Wood Tier Guru, and um, we should have a new community episode coming later this week, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. No community feedback this week, so let's just hop right into the quick updates. So, Baptiste is going live on March 19th. And I think that's a little funny because right before they made this announcement that Baptiste was going on, uh, going live on March 19th, they just had a QA where they said, yeah, Baptiste is going to go live in a few weeks. And then, what was it, an hour after Kendera posted that? Yeah, not even. Yeah, it was like, like, it was like super, it was like really soon after. Someone, <laughs> was someone like, oh, probably yeah, corrected them, like saw it and they're like, oh, dude, we're, we're doing it next week. Like, oh, shit, just fucking tell them. <laughs> yeah so um yeah march 19th baptiste is going live and i would suspect the meta changes or the balance changes are also going to go live on march 19th they could surprise us and put those balance changes in earlier but i mean like what's the point right just wait yeah. until wait until baptiste is out so looks like you got one more week to uh to place in the current meta yeah well so. t- the the 19th is next tuesday which is next patch day so yeah that, they're not gonna put anything in before then i wouldn't think yeah they, it doesn't make any sense no if they um, were going to they would have done it yesterday but when yesterday went by without a without a hitch i think everyone kind of knew it was going to be at least another week yeah right uh we're actually coming up on the end of march too we know that archives is coming up so i do think that we're going to start seeing we're going to see something for archives next week um I think we're probably going to see some te- teasers, you know, throughout the week. And then, dude, you said you think they might actually show it during the Overwatch League uh, matches. Yeah, I mean, I could I could see a kind of a teaser coming through next week during the stage playoffs. Well, see, I think the teasers will come before, like, you know, the lore stuff that they normally put out, the, the action reports or whatever. Yeah. And then they actually show, they actually announce archives coming this Tuesday. Yeah, which will be like a week after. It'd so be, the way it's it'd gonna, be kind of silly for them not to do that, to be honest. Right, yeah. So the way it looks like it's going to go is that Baptiste is going to release on the 19th. He, uh, he will be available in comp on the 26th. So about a week after the fact, which you know how we feel about releasing characters in the middle of a comp season, but they're about to change the entire balance of the game in the middle of a comp season. <laughs> so it's like, well, fuck it then. I haven't, even, I haven't even started my placement matches yet, so this still feels fresh to me. It's probably good Dude, that I, I haven't I started them yet. Yeah, you should probably... I would. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'd just do it. I'd just do it because do it. I, I wouldn't want to place in the, a brand new meta, but personally. I want to play new Junkrat. You want to play Junkrat? I mean, uh, take advantage yeah. of that, baby. God, I want to be. I want to be a Junkrat main again so bad. Like I haven't been. I haven't played like Junkrat seriously since like season two. And I had so much fun back then. I want that nostalgia back. <laughs> of course, I was in that right. fucking silver back then. But yeah. <laughs> well, you're almost there now, so I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> no place to go, Oof. but no place to go, yeah, but it's, up. it's rough. It's rough down there in the G. It's rough in the G. <laughs> Feels bad, man. Uh, but we're going to come back to the G later. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about the PTR updates for now. Um, first off is Ash. Now, this actually isn't an update. This is a bug fix, but something caught my attention. And it's just something I never really thought about before. But they fixed a bug 
where Ash's dynamite damage over time was not being boosted. It never even occurred to me that her that her dynamite could be damage boosted. And with the changes they're making to Mercy, where Mercy's damage boost applies at the time that the projectile leaves the character um, or the gun. So let's say a Pharaoh rocket when it's shot. And if it's damage boosted, even if Mercy stops damage boosting Pharaoh, the rocket is still damage boosted. Now, that seems intuitive. That seems intuitive. You would think that's the way it was in the first place. Right, but it wasn't. Basically, damage boosted damage applied at point of impact. So, if a Farah shot a rocket, as it stands right now in the current patch and in, in the current version of Overwatch, if Farah shot a rocket, it, and Mercy was not damage boosting her when the rocket hit, that it wasn't damage boosted. Now it's it's flipped. So it seems intuitive that would be the case, but now uh, I think that really does give Mercy quite a bit more utility than I even thought about before, right? Because as characters like Farah or Junkrat are shooting projectiles, Mercy can kind of bounce back and forth between them. And she can actually just damage boost Ash for for a second as she's throwing dynamite out, you know, and just go back to her business. Well, it takes like a second for Ash to throw dynamite out. So Ash gets boosted while throwing dynamite out. Mercy goes back to damage boosting Farah, and then Ash shoots the dynamite, and boom, the damage over time is damage boosted. Like that is a that's 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 nine thousand IQ, right? <laughs> that's what they call it that. Is, yeah, and it once makes you, once you start cool. yeah once you start coordinating the the damage boosted that you're dealing between projectiles and hit scan characters, or to have it deal double impact, kind of yeah, that's right. that's next level stuff right there. But you know, leave it to today's gaming culture to figure it out quickly and abuse it as much as they can at certain levels i think so like i don't mind that i'm like that could really that could help mercy out for sure i think we're actually going to end up seeing a buff on healers in a few months to be honest with you with all these damage changes it feels like you know healing is futile (laughs) to to a degree (laughs) um healers getting buffed is what ended up with goats um so i i doubt they'll be so quick to just buff healers um, cause right now healing is so strong when you have three of them, you know, that you can take lower output healers and make them viable. So if you buff the healing, you just end up with the same problem we have now. Well, maybe they need to make a hard line between main heal and off heal. You know? I agree. I, I, I mean, I, I know I messaged you guys the other day, like, does any, how frustrating it is people don't understand the difference between a main healer and off healer. I think they need to draw a line a little more firm because people really don't understand the difference. Yeah, and it becomes and, very frustrating in game. Right. I mean, like right now, you know, you get triple heals, like you don't necessarily need a main healer, right? Because right. for the exact reason you said, um, which makes sense. So maybe they need to just, you know, maybe buff the utility. I don't know. Because it, it, you, 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 we're not going to have the answers in this episode of Watchpoint Radio, oh, but you know, I'm just throwing <laughs> shit out there, but you know, buff the utility, but balance it, uh, you know, lower the heal output, but maybe buff main healers a bit better. I don't know. You know, um, we'll just have to see how it goes. Like, cause right now it seems like there's going to be just a shit ton of damage all over the place, which is going to hurt in my opinion, lower tiers way more. Right. Uh, because they're so unorganized. Like, you know how like it's so easy for me to get um dynamite explosions on a team. Super easy. Like, I mean, I think I've I've, I've 
I've showed clips of me playing and like, you know, ashing like, you know, mid plat and stuff like that. People don't even turn around when I'm shooting them in the back of the head, you know. Um, and it's super easy for you to get your alt because of the damage that you do from that. And now you're going to have even more. You can, There is potential to do even more damage. Yeah. Um, but then again, I just said I think it will affect lower tiers more, but I don't think lower tiers are where we're going to see Mercy's doing that. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, definitely not. And a Mercy main can feel free to um, disagree with me here, but I think most of the people who are Mercy mains who complained about, you know, the Mercy rework or supported hashtag rework Mercy basically want Mercy to have more healing potential or to be able to resurrect more or keep people alive more. Um, from a utility standpoint, I don't really see those people doing the damage, like, you know, using her as a damage uh booster all that often in lower tiers. I think in higher tiers, we'd, we'd see that more frequently where, you know, Mer- Mercy's actively paying attention to the battlefield, not only seeing who needs to get healed, but also who needs, like who's fighting who, who could uh, benefit from having their damage boosted right now. You know, um, is the Ash even going to be on comms and lower tiers to tell the Mercy, I'm going to throw my dynamite, you know? That, that, that's, that's the thing. Like, I, I say it's going to affect low tiers, but then you, there's just certain things you got to take into consideration with low tiers. Like, well, and at low tiers, uh, mercies aren't doing much damage boosting to begin with. Um, that's, that's every, saying, every time yeah. I have a mercy in my game, I have to tell her, Hey, come damage boost me while I fire strike the choke to start the game. And then they're like, Oh, I just got so much all charge. I'm like, yeah, you should do that every game. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Do it on your own. Cause it's helping you and Ryan immediately. Yeah. I mean, even, even as far as like gold, I, I see pharmacies all the time with just straight up just healing beam on constantly, not even mm-hmm. damaging. It's pharmacy. always healing beam. Yeah, that's the they they think pharmacy just means keep the pharaoh alive, versus you know what actually makes the pharaoh dangerous, which is boosting her rockets. <laughs> you know, right. and it's as easy as literally just flicking in between uh, before when the rockets hit, but now it's just going to be when the rockets get launched. Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. that's the it's such a little bit of gameplay that you have to do for a huge difference in damage output right it's a little it, it seems like a little bit but you do have to be at you have to be really paying attention i think it's way easier to look at health bars and look for that symbol that says low health and then dart from person to person uh you know that that has low health versus analyzing a battlefield and seeing who could benefit from a damage boost yeah you know right so, um, you know, and that's like, you, you don't see a lot of decisions like that being made in lower tiers, which is the problem that I have with Anna's in low tiers. Like that's when I played down there, I always kind of want to take Anna because what I see a lot from Anna's that are actually in that tier and not Smurf Anna's is that they don't know who to heal, like who to prioritize on heals. Right. Right. Like, uh, you know, I'll see a Reinhardt at 300 health. And I'll be there like 80 health and they'll, they'll go, they'll heal the Reinhardt at 300 health. Like you could, you know, all I needed you to do was just like shoot me once <laughs> or twice. Like, you know, I, know. I constantly or, see that with like, uh, especially we're running the Genji about the auto. Like yeah. the Genji just doesn't get fucking healed. I'm like, Anna, you're the, you're the guy, you're the Genji guy. Like, fucking <laughs> heal that motherfucker. They can't hit him. <laughs> so I guess they yeah. just don't pay attention. So yeah, like I said, I'm curious to see how it's gonna go. That that I think would definitely help 
mercy in you know the 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 higher tiers when i say higher tiers i'm like kind of talking like at least high platinum up like probably start maybe like starting in low diamond you'd see that you know um so but yeah that never i didn't think about that before like it, I mean, it's it's not like new information but i'm like oh yeah i never thought about that but moving on um another change that's come is you can turn off automatic reloading for baptiste so I imagine it did because if you haven't played Baptiste yet, you have your regular ammo and then you also have like that grenade launcher ammo. And so I imagine that um, after you run out of regular ammo, it would automatically reload or after you run out of grenade ammo, it would also automatically reload. You can turn that off now. So like, let's say you run out of grenade ammo, you can still fire your gun if need be, depending on your situation, right? Um, so that I think that's a good quality of life change. I really don't see a need to have that on any other character, to be honest with you. Yeah. Except, I mean, other characters in the future that have two ammo types, maybe. You know, right. and I wonder if they had to build a new system for that, for him to have two ammo types like that. Um, because that may introduce some interesting characters in the future. Uh, Junkrat got a nerf. His frag launcher impact damage reduced from 60 to 50. So I guess the 60 was just too much. Actually, (laughs) I think we talked about it last week where uh, if you're boosted properly, you could just one-shot a Reaper (laughs) with a mine. Um, I saw a video where somebody was just spamming over a wall and they just hit one person and just hit a Reaper. He just died. Like That's extremely (laughs) annoying. Like that's for spam. I'm sorry, but spam shouldn't be that fucking powerful. And that's that's why I've always hated Junkrat as a character in the game, because he's one of those characters that introduces elements of like RNG and shitty ways to die, which is yeah. just not fun in like a competitive shooter. It's called suppressive fire. Haven't <laughs> you ever seen Archer? <laughs> no, I mean to be able to deal to deal that much damage without even seeing your target. Uh, so without exposing yourself, and again, my whole problem right. with this kit is it's all reward, no risk. Um, there's yeah. no drawback to anything he does, and that was always my issue with him. Yeah, I mean, like he used to have a drawback where if you got up close to him, if you got mm-hmm. in his face, you know, yeah. that was kind of how you dealt with him. But you know, yeah, like if you're playing Anubis, right, and you're on defense, and you know the enemy is up front, but they aren't coming through the mid. They're not going left. They're going right. Like you or whichever side they're going on, that's a choke on both sides there that you could just spam junk rat, uh grenades. So will it affect all teams or all players? No, but I think it'll affect enough, you know, where it'll be a problem. But uh, his rip tire cost also increased by 10%, and that's because his damage increased. He, I mean, he's been doing way more damage, so he gets his rip tire way faster. Uh, yeah, I, and I think so they, they called just, that one last show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. he... They're, they it just cost more, and people were complaining about that. Like, oh, well, Batista's you know immortality field makes his alt irrelevant. Like, it doesn't make his alt irrelevant. Um, you know, those people still are at forty health. And now, if if Batiste puts up his immortality field, and Anna throws a you know like a, a nade into the immortality field, because that's the everybody's going to be in one spot, right, mm-hmm. for the immortality field. Um, or the or the intended target's gonna be one spot for the uh, for the immortality field, and if there was a um, anti heal in there. If there was an anti in there, 
even once the Junkrat Tire goes off or the Diva Bomb goes off, those people are going to be left with 40 health and they cannot heal. So Well, yeah, and the Tire or the Diva Bomb is going to kill the immunity field right then and there. Yep. So and they're so always going to be standing there exposed with 40, 40 health. health. I, I mean, mean Luzaria could just lob a secondary in there or Junkrat a grenade and like... Yeah, I mean, 40, 40, 40 damage is nothing in Overwatch. I mean, that you can get that Soldier seventy six achievement for the for the rocket. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know, so um, don't get me wrong. I'm still not a fan of Immortality Field. I'm I'm I'm, I'm never gonna like it. I'm probably never gonna like it to be honest with you. Um, Until you start getting but, good with Batiste, Batiste. I'm still like you know I'm still not gonna like it. Like even when I crush with Bastion, doesn't mean I like it. <laughs> but you're having fun though not necessarily the only time I have fun with Bastion is when I do recon only because I want the card I want the recon <laughs> kill card that's the only thing actually quick story I played with Blaze and Bob the other night uh, me Thrill Fozzie and Blaze and Bob and we were playing Junker Town so the enemy team came out on offense on uh, they came out with a pirate ship and did they get to the end of the map? They did get to the end of the map, but with no time left. And so they're like, fuck it, let's do it. So Bob's like, Ja, you go Arissa. I'm going to go Reinhardt. Uh, Thrill went um, Thrill went Bastion. And I think Fozzie went Moira. We got to the end of the map with six minutes and two seconds left. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the cart only stopped moving at the at the at the end point so that the, the doors could open. Other than that, the carts did not stop moving. Jesus. And I, dude, I dude, wish pirate ship is very oppressive, like below <laughs> three thousand. Like even in plat, it's it's yeah. very tough to dismantle. Yeah, well that's the thing, right? Like um it is tough to dismantle normally, uh, which we we had we had a, a tough time dismantling it because we had teammates that were jumping off on the wrong time or going out to fight the Bastion at the wrong time. It was uh, very unorganized because um, we even said, okay, when they come under the bridge, drop down on them. And Thrill was the only one that dropped down. I was trying to heal from the top, but he was a fucking Genji. <laughs> you know, like I was healing from the top. You're, and the, I was guy, actually him. You're the Genji guy. <laughs> I was hitting him, but he only has 150 health, dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. And then, like, I don't even know where other teammates were. Bob was there, but, you know, what the fuck is he going to do against their whole team? Did <laughs> you know? charge in head first, all aggro as fuck? Yeah, that sounds like Bob. Bob. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and the only reason we ran pirate ships because they ran it first, and we just ran it so much, better, so much better than they did. And actually, at the end of the map, like once we're coming into the last point, uh, I for, I didn't even notice that I had my bongos. I didn't even notice that I had the ultimate, so I threw it down. Thrill killed them so fast; their animations weren't even finishing. <laughs> like he, he, their animations were not finishing. Like Reinhardt would go to charge, and like it would kind of start the animation, and then just see his body like limp on the ground. Like <laughs> it, it, yeah, he couldn't do anything, dude. It was crazy. But um, I can't even remember why we got started talking on that. But anyway, that was <laughs> that was a fun story. Um, but yeah, because Bastion being uh, you know, it being fun, thrill was so salty the whole time 
he just kept saying fuck you no. for running that shit <laughs> but that was the thing it's like you don't feel good doing it because it's not fun it's not fun in my opinion like running pirates was not fun and staying on um like in turret form as bastion is not fun to me you know but hey some people think hey well winning's fun that's the that's i was the gonna answer. say you know what is fun though winning <laughs> yeah you know i'll play so, may all but, day fucking long if it's winning the game <laughs> oh man all right so yeah that's it for ptr updates though and i think that's the last of the ptr updates we're probably gonna see because like i said uh, baptiste is coming out on um tuesday or well, going live on tuesday so our console buddies will finally get a chance to play him right uh, all right so other than that, there was a Baptiste Q&A, and like you've been probably noticing, I've been saying Baptiste the entire time now, and that's because it is official. You pronounce it Baptiste, not Batiste. So Batiste would be the way that you pronounce it in real life, <laughs> okay? Um, bat, but for whatever reason, the Overwatch team or the lore team said he pronounces the P in his name. Okay, so that's how we're going to call it. You might need to do some retcon on uh, our episode two weeks ago then. Yeah, the P is not the silent. The P is silent. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. The P, I'm going to call some the P is not silent. Parentheses not. Yeah, the P is not silent. So, yeah, that's that. That's the thing. That's that's their fault. Uh, that'll that's actually look really cool in the thing. podcast feed. Like, the P is silent. The P is not silent. That's like, <laughs> now i got to listen to these two episodes and see what the fuck is going on with this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it, it, the P is not silent. And actually, I'm going to go ahead and give an apology to Death Blow from the High Noon podcast because I poked fun at him for saying Baptiste. The other night when we were playing. <laughs> I'm just waiting for so him to show up in chat now. Yeah, so I was wrong. My bad death blow. You were correct. Someone um, clipped even that. At the, time, at the time, he that, wasn't yeah. correct, by the way. <laughs> at, at the time, he wasn't correct. I'm just going to say that. But he is correct now. So overall, death blow was correct. And I apologize publicly on the podcast. Just clip that whole fucking thing. I can slice it up and turn it into something completely irrelevant. And I'm uh, going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what else have we learned from the Q and A? Uh, we're not gonna go over the whole Q and A because like it's just it's not really all worth it. Like, oh, what's Baptiste's favorite food? Like, what? That's the question you want to ask? <laughs> you know, and, like one of the things you know? is like he likes tall drinks with lots of ice. That's relevant, right? That's the most vague <laughs> thing I've ever heard about anyone. By yeah, the way, like, tall who? drinks with lots of ice. It's like uh, your teeth don't get cold, bro. I don't trust you now. <laughs> yeah, dude. I uh. I will say that the questions that the team picked to answer, especially on the lore side, very weak. Like, come on now. You guys yeah. barely give us any lore. Pick some of the harder lore questions. We did find out that, you know, ba- uh, you know Baptiste and Sombra are friends. And they're still friends, yeah. even though friends. maybe more than friends. <sighs> you guys are wrong with that story. I'm just saying, like, she gave him the business. She's friends. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, like that, they, that from the if lore side. They did show. Find <laughs> if you can't pre-show, just know everything can be hacked and everyone. <laughs> so yeah, um, from the lore perspective, that's probably the most interesting part, right? From a gameplay perspective, I think on the PTR right now, if you hack him, he can still use his exo boots, but that is a bug. When he goes live, you will not be able to. If you get hacked, the exo boots won't work. That works more in line with what um, 
with how the hacking should actually work, right? So exoboots are hackable. And um, there was actually one... I'm going to read the entire question and then the entire answer because there's still some uh, confusion, it seems like, even on their side uh, about what gets amplified. So the question is, I understand Baptiste's ultimate as a double effect buff, but wouldn't this mechanic be overpowered? For example, would certain abilities be able to one-shot opponents while under Zenyatta or Lucio's ultimate. Here's the response from the developer. The amplification matrix is a powerful ultimate that could potentially enable teammates to one-shot an enemy. It does have its downsides too in that it only boosts projectiles. It has a short duration and holds a static position so enemies can simply avoid line of sight until the ultimate is over. Making the timing and placing, uh, placing of amplification matrix very important. Sometimes it's much stronger to use it for healing your allies. Okay. Okay. I mean, he makes a point. Like, it, it can't provide like massive heals. Like, if, if Anna is shooting through it, stuff like that. Um, but here's the deal. It's he. Once again, they said that it only boosts projectiles. They used that verbiage um, originally. Like, I think in the original post for Baptiste as well. But we've seen videos where a double boosted widow can one shot a Winston, an ulting Winston, and an, a rage Winston. But Primal Rage Winston, like, can one-shot him. Like, that's nuts, you know? Um, so it does seem like it still does project... Uh, uh, sorry, it does um, boost damage from hit-scan weapons. We say projectiles when we when we mean stuff like junk rats, um, uh, mines or pharaohs, rockets or soldiers' rockets. But it also... Because uh, we also saw McCree getting, like, crazy uh, damage with his shots, you know? So yeah, like it still does boost hit scan weapons. And I really wish they would fix the verbiage. Now, maybe we're wrong. Maybe it's not supposed to work like that. And for some reason they haven't fixed it. I can't imagine that being a scenario, but fuck it. Uh, maybe they've been playing too much, uh, apex legends and PUBG. Cause in those games, everything is projectile, but I right, don't know. Yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure that they just have a confusion in their terminology there, which is annoying as yeah. shit, but I guarantee that's all it is. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. Um but other than that, yeah, the, the, the Q and A really didn't I mean it, besides telling us that okay the Axel Boots will be hackable, uh and them defending they defended um Amplification matrix, obviously, and also defended uh, the immortality field. Uh, so you know they just defended their choices, and that's it. I don't think they really gave that much information, to be honest with you. The amplification matrix, though, I don't. I think they're underestimating how that can be used. Like once you put that in the hands of the community and the right people, like mm-hmm. one, it's going to be a great zoning tool. Like once you have, like let's say you're on King's Row and you've pushed the. Um, enemy off the point like you've pushed the defenders off the point and you pop an amplification matrix like in the direction like because you know there's only so much room like if you push them back and off right if you manage to do that then you even if they move out the way you've zoned them out essentially you've zoned them out of the uh of the area because only a fool would stand there in front of the amplification matrix 
And that gives you time to heal up teammates. That gives you time to revive teammates. That gives time for maybe somebody to join you on the point. And then now the defenders have to come and get you off the point. Like that's going to be, it's, you know, it's going to be kind of difficult. So I think they are underestimating how powerful it's going to be. I do think we're going to see some tweaks to it. Um, but I just don't know how it takes them forever to buff or nerf a new character unless they're really, really broken. Unless they're really broken. So I don't know. We'll Should see. We about to we'll find see. out. <laughs> yep, on Tuesday. Um, so with that, I mean that's pretty much all the regular news and stuff that's kind of been going on um, with regular Overwatch, not necessarily Overwatch League. But uh, there is something I did want to talk about, I, based off an experience that I had this weekend. And this is why like, Jay Lee was in the audience, and uh, he was one of the people I played with. That's why I was like, "Oh, yeah, I'm gonna talk about you today." Um, so. This weekend, I had a chance. Well, let me start out with what happened during the week. Uh, so I was playing with uh, a friend of the show, names name rhymes with with Fozzie, and um, <laughs> we were <laughs> we were playing uh, in low gold, I think. And I just kind of had it right. I was just like, Foz. I can't play down here no more, dude. Like I was like, I can't, I can't do it. I was like, I can't, I can't play down here no more. I can't, uh, you know, I, I just can't do it. It makes me want to quit the game. Like it was just so frustrating to play. And don't get me wrong. It's not like I haven't played with him since. <laughs> I did play with him because, like I said, I just played with him the other night when we were playing with Bob and those guys. So it's not like I played. But that night, I was just like so frustrated with the game, and I was like. Yeah, it really feels like I can't do anything down here. It doesn't matter. Because the problem is, right, it doesn't matter which role I pick. If I picked tank, we'd be lacking in heals or DPS. If I picked DPS, we'd be lacking in tanking or, uh, you know, uh, heals. If I did a heal, we'd be, you know, lacking in tanking or DPS. Like, it was, it couldn't stop. Like, it was, it didn't matter what we did. So... A couple days later, I actually end up playing with um with Deathblow and Jay Lee and, and uh, Yankee and a few other guys, uh, Andreas from the Lab, and uh, I had to go. I had to play Diva. That's who I was supposed to play. Now, normally, like my Diva is okay. Actually, I mean, compared to their to their play, my Diva was probably still just okay. <laughs> let's let's be honest. <laughs> uh, compared to what they're used to seeing, but I played the best Diva I think I've ever played. In over in in my Overwatch like career like the the best Diva I've ever played, I was throwing out you know Diva bombs, and I was killing like two to three people per ult. I was getting great usage out of my ult, and I was getting great usage out of my ult because I would you know death blow would, or one of our or, or one of our teammates would either take the Rhine out of out of commission or get the Rhine out of position or get the Rhine to like bait him to move him out of position. And I just had clear shots. And when I saw them, bam, I used them. My matrix was on point. I was eating ults. I was getting damage. I was killing people. Like, I think a couple of games, I had over 70% uh, kill participation with D.Va. Um, and I was thinking about it the next day. Like, why was I able to, able to play that well with D.Va, playing with them? And we were playing, like, mid-plat, I think. But if I take my diva in the low gold like i'm just, i'm not that effective with her you know in low gold and I, I, the thing i thought about was like when i play with them 
I didn't have to worry about anything. Like the only thing I had to do was focus on playing diva and being the best diva I can be and taking the knowledge I have of diva and how diva should be played and how she should be used and doing it. I didn't have to worry about making sure my healers were in place, making sure uh, my tanks were in place, making sure my DPS were getting good positioning. I had, to, I didn't have to look at what everybody else was doing, make sure they were doing their jobs and then suggesting something to do and said, you know, like actually I played um, Zarya for a little bit as well. And just instinctively, when I play with that group, I count down my, um, uh, my grabs. I count, I count down the grabs. That's, that's what you're supposed to do. But in gold, I never do that. I never count down the grab. And I was thinking about like, well, why don't I count down the grab in gold too? And the reason is, is because before I grab, I just have to look around and see where everybody is, right? I need to look around, see where they are, make sure people are in position. And then if my team is good and the shot is lining up for the grab, then I'll do the grab. No time to count down at that point, you know? Same thing with Ryan Shatter. When I play Ryan in, in gold, like I have to make sure that there's people around. <laughs> you know, I got to make sure there's people around, make sure everybody's in position, you know, and stuff like that. So um, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, you know, if if you're trying to help people in other ranks, right? Like I'm trying to help people in lower ranks get into higher ranks. I can't even play the best I can play personally because I have to watch and babysit to a degree. You know, I have to like watch and babysit and, um, you know, tell people where to go, tell people where to move. Like, you know, for example, I, I, I was, I played at Warcraft and it's one of her favorite stories about when we play on Temple of Anubis and I'm just telling people to go left and I'm just saying left into the microphone, like left, 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 left. And people are still, not moving left into the cover, right? They're still behind me and playing around, and finally, eventually, everybody moves left, right? Versus if I play in a higher tier and I trust all my teammates, I'm going left. And then I just fucking go left because I know that they are coming, right? And if there's a problem where we can't move left or it's a bad idea, maybe I didn't see something, maybe I'm just making a bad call, somebody will say something. They'll say, no, we can't go left because of X, Y, Z. Okay. What's the plan then? You know, um, so yeah, like even when I and I think that's one of the reasons why it's very hard to carry an Overwatch, right? Because I think when you try to carry your team, you have a mindset of like, okay, well, I need to tell them what to do. I need to lead the team uh, in order to in order to get them to uh, you know do what I need them to do. And to a degree, that has helped me. Like when I you know, did my climb with Zenyatta. It was because of my communication and making call outs and telling people what to do. That did help. Uh, Anna was kind of, when I made it to Diamond with Anna on a different account, it was kind of the same thing, right? It was like, you know, giving call outs, giving instruction and to a degree that, you know, that helped. But, you know, Sometimes it might be better, like that 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 Smurf Genji you see in gold. Sometimes that's just fucking murdering. I highly doubt he's telling his team what's going on or what to do or anything like that. He's just fucking killing it, right? Because he's focusing 
on himself completely. And I know when I focused on myself completely and just playing that character, I played way, way better than I did did normally. So like I don't wanna I don't necessarily want to blame the rank because like it's like how can I play so well in in this higher rank and then when I come low, I'm not playing as well as I should, right? Because I'm not a big fan of blaming something else on your problems because then you've you've let go of control of the situation you've completely let go and that's why a lot of people stay in gold i mean we've said it so many times like they just blame somebody else but oh these guys suck that's why i'm in gold you know versus you know figuring out what they could do so you know maybe i'm thinking like i don't know maybe i just need to focus a bit more instead of teaching (laughs) you know what i'm saying yeah so i've talked for a long time what do you guys think sorry (laughs) I mean, that's just kind of like a general problem when you uh, you can focus on doing your job as like a tank or a healer or whatever and not having to play DPS and make call outs or not having to teach other people how to play the game or, you know, not having to double check before you take an action that at a higher rank you would just do like popping a grab or something like that. It just makes things so much easier. And it's 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 a big problem whenever you're playing at a lower rank or like trying to smurf. Um, which is kind of a good thing considering the Smurf problem we have, but I countless times I've I've had people come in uh to groups that I've been in when I was in like lower gold or even when I was in plat and they come in all cocky, like, Oh yeah, I can carry I'm a master's almost GM, whatever, and then we get fucking rolled and they wonder why they're playing like garbage. It's, that's that's what it is, is we don't play the same game that you play. And you're not able to do your job like you would at your rank. Yeah, when play, playing main tank a lot of the time, you see that um, you get hung out to dry all the time in the lower ranks. You drop your shield for a third of a second um, and you put it back up and you like, I need heals. I'm at 200. And you <laughs> say it like 12 times and it just never happens. And then you wonder why the, a fire strike kills you as Ryan, you know? Um, and then, so you go up into a higher rank, like in mid plat when we play with some other people and it's, it's easy mode, you know, because I know I have the off tank supporting me. I know I have the heals. It makes you a more, you can be more effective at the things you know how to do when you can trust your teammates, right? Not spending your energy wondering, well, can I do this? No, you're just doing it because you know, it's the right decision to make. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you know, it's the decision, but you know, you're not second guessing yourself whether or not you can actually pull it off, you know? Right. And like when you yeah, play like, a Ryan Zarya at a, at a low rank or at a higher rank, if you're playing Ryan Zarya, you say, I'm charging in, you're going to get a bubble. But if you yeah. try to do that shit in like mid gold, I'm charging in. What the fuck are you doing, Ryan? You idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you're the fucking Zarya. Where's my bubble, homie? And then and they get pissed at you and tell you you suck. Like, that's yeah. just the thing that happens. It's, it happens all the time with every character. And it's, it's, I think it's like, you know, when I play Zarya and a Reinhardt can tell me they're going to charge in, I fucking love it. Because, you know, I'll put the bubble on them as they're charging in, and usually the healers will be paying attention they can keep them up, you know? Um, but, like, yeah, that's... that. that it, it's You're right. Like, people don't know what to do, and, like, having to explain, like, you know, take that energy to explain what they should be doing, having that argument about it, depending on where you are in gold. Because I find that people in lower gold are more willing to listen than people in like the high gold, low plat area. Right. Cause they just made it out of gold, baby. <laughs> you can't tell them shit. Um, yeah, there's a fucking wall there. There is just a fucking wall. 
between mid gold and mid plant, man. I'm telling you, it's just the worst place yeah, in Overwatch to be. I've been running into so many qualms with uh so since Mercy has had her fall from grace, um, she is definitely an off healer at this point. Um, given the standings of other healers. Um, Lucio is also an off healer. Uh Zen is an off healer. Um, I don't know how many times I play games where I'm like, hey, you know, Zen Brig ain't really gonna work. We could probably use a main healer. So we drop Brig for Mercy. And I'm like, still think we might need a little more heals. Like, no, Mercy puts out a bunch of heals. It's like, but she doesn't though. <laughs> you know, and like people just don't understand it. And then I told someone the other day, like, Mercy's not a main healer and Lucia's not a main healer. They're like, what do you mean? They're the biggest healers in the game. I'm like, no, they're just not. You know, it's it's to the point that the game's at the lifespan that it's at. It's amazing to find out people still don't know, like, how the kits of these players work because, you know, the people don't read patch notes. They yeah. they just assume it's the same as always and they don't notice that it doesn't feel the same, you know? Right. Yeah. Another thing I want, I kind of want to bring up, um, and it's something that we've talked about before in the past, and I don't think we've brought it up in a while, but we, I, we actually played with another group. I played with another group this weekend, and the group's SR ranged from like silver to high platinum, like the farthest it can go. And once again, I have to recommend that you do not do that. You want your SR, <laughs> you want the SR of your group as close as possible. Because if you're if you are in silver, you're 1900, and you end up playing a 2500 average SR team, more than likely you're going to be outclassed. <laughs> you know you're going to be outplayed just because. Oh yeah, Mickey was there. <laughs> I think about that. You're going to be outplayed just because. You know. You you're you're in silver, dude. You're in silver, right? <laughs> like you you're, you're in silver. You're in silver for a reason. Okay, let's be honest. Let's be honest with ourselves. Like I said, don't blame others for your problems. You're in silver for a reason, and now you have players at like you're gonna be playing against some players that are 500 SR above you. Uh, some players that are you know even more than that SR above you. So you're just going to be outplayed. Your best bet is to form a team with people who are close together in rank. So I, uh, I, I, I just wanted to kind of bring that up again. I highly suggest that if you form a group, no more than 500 SR guys, no more than 500 SR, you know, that's why I thought it was a bad, I'm not sure depending on how long you've been playing this game. There was a time when you can't, you could not group anybody above 500 SR from where you were. There was a time in Overwatch where that was the rule, but then they moved it to 1,000 SR so that um, people could play with their friends. But it does, I think it really fucks with the matchmaking when that happens, <laughs> to be yeah. honest with you. And I would not recommend it, okay? Now, you go ahead and do what you want. You go out there and live your best life, okay? Just, I, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> All right. Uh, but with that, um, let's go ahead and move into our community question. It's from Seer Prophet. He says, he says one on Twitter, he says, Church of Jaw, in your opinion, what rank can you still play whatever hero you want and the players still have an idea of what they're doing? The idea of being at the highest ranks has fizzled, me, uh, fizzled for me a bit. Is it really fun to be forced to play meta? I'm not sure. Weekend Overwatch. 
if time allows. I must have messed that one up. I'm sorry about that, dude. I don't know what that was about. Maybe that was like a... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that was a message I wasn't supposed to read. Sorry. Um, I think that's why you were putting in the notes. We can overwatch if there's time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just fused it into the comment. Yes, I did. I, put, you I, know, I read it earlier and I was like, I don't think I'll read that out loud. And here no, I should have said something. Yeah, I was just going for it. I was just <laughs> going for it. pulled a fucking, uh, was it? Anchorman. Yeah, he'll read anything. He'll Ron Burgundy. He'll, he'll read anything <laughs> on the teleprompter. Yeah, I'll actually keep that one in. I'll keep that. I'll keep that accident in there. Go find yourself, San Diego. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So, yeah, I understand. I kind of understand what you're saying about, um, you know, being forced to play the meta. Um, because I, not that I'm a masters level player right now, but I don't have a goal of getting the masters because once you hit masters, then it is all goats all the time. Right, that's what people are complaining about, and that doesn't seem that much fun to me. Not to mention, it's not recommended that you actually stack up there and play with other people, because then you're gonna get, you know, you actually end up getting, you know, stacked against some really, really good people. It's just not recommended. Uh, if you talk to Blaze and Bob, um, but what rank can you still play? Whatever hero you want to play, I mean, play whatever hero you want to play, silver. <laughs> play whatever hero you want to play i would say silver um any i'll say anything past silver you should be playing based on what your team needs or what the or what the enemy team is weak against right like if you see the enemy team has a moira that's a great time to go anna <laughs> you know actually it's always a good time to go anna right now um <laughs> But, you know, like it's I think silver, you can get away with it because people are just so not only are they technically not skilled at the game, they're not mechanically skilled at the game. So you just get away with way more. Right. Well, they don't know how the game works, to be honest. Right. Like they, they just don't. They don't understand how things work and how team fights happen and how like disengaging from a fight should happen. They just don't. It's, it's deathmatch. Right. That that's and the cart just happens to move when you get enough kills. Yep. Um, well, on the other hand, the other part of that question was, and the players still have an idea of what they're doing. So that's, well, and that's that's what I was going to get at too. It's like, it's silver. That's not happening. Like, it's you can use whoever you want because it is just team deathmatch, and so it's it's constantly six one v one is just happening all over the place. So I, I think. Yeah, honestly, I just, like I just had a thought of like you, you're like silver is like you know one v ones all over the place. The Mortal Kombat like nineties yeah, music that's playing. literally what it is. <laughs> I think yeah. the only time that this this actually happens is at the really high tiers of play when you run into one tricks. So say you're in the top five hundred and you end up with the Torb guy on your team and you know he's not switching you at least know what to do to help make the Torb effective to like synergize with him. That's not happening in any other rank. Right. But you know, that, I think what he means is like, play whatever you want to play. If you're going to play a niche, then that's one thing you're probably right there. But, uh, I would say the place where people start to really know what they're doing and start playing their roles properly would be just above mid plat, uh, heading into diamond. Uh, seem, that seems to be the threshold where people are actually playing a game of Overwatch and you can get away with playing most heroes uh, if you play at a decent level. 
Um, so, you know, maybe not Sim Retorb or anything, you know, niche picks like that or May or things like that. But if you're playing like a DPS, like playing Soldier or Genji, whatever, people can generally help, you know, they can generally flex around and generally perform their roles somewhat competently around that level and above. Uh, right now, anything past Diamond, anything past about Mid Diamond, apparently is just goats. So there's kind of a cutoff. So like between mid platinum about mid diamond is where you can get away with not running goats constantly <laughs> right now yeah. and still have a decent game. But even like and even in platinum, I would say if you did pick, you know, meta healers or meta DPS, like you'd have an advantage over a team that did not. You know. Oh, of course. You know, and but I was as I'm saying like I don't and and gold kind of doesn't matter. And silver, it definitely doesn't matter. Like you can, you could, you know, pick a meta. Like you know, McCree's meta right now. Who's hitting shots of him in silver? <laughs> you know, like yeah, that's kind of right. that's 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 what you're looking at. So it's, no, like, you it's, can run anything in gold and be effective with it. Like it doesn't matter what the technical meta is. You can be effective with anything you want as long as you do it like with the people on your team. I mean, you could run full hard dive and ha- go against goats. And it'll work because people don't know what the fuck they're doing on goats and gold. They yeah. think that goats is just six heroes, and then they they're spread out over thirty meter, meters. Only one person's in Lucio's aura. You know they're all over the place. Um, and you know, so you can run whatever you want in gold if you do it, you know, well enough. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, case, case in point, I run warrior all the fucking time in gold and do crazy damage and heals with her. Like, yeah, warrior's like one of the most trash heroes in the higher ranks. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, in gold, I, I constantly see more as blowing their ult just to do damage. It's like they they do it so much. They think, or, or or they'll be like, if we get graphed, I'll pop coalescence. No, don't don't do that. But they yeah. think it's a great idea. Like yeah, like I think they saw it in that video, <laughs> like the more release video. Like no, please stop. Like please stop. Yeah. You know, so if you, you the only reason you should be using coalescence is to heal an ally. Which can actually be stopped by Anna. That's what I'm saying. Like shit, man. Like, like, like don't do it. Yeah. Like, it's great for finishing off someone behind the shield, but you shouldn't use it primarily as DPS. Yeah. No. Now it is a lot of fun to use it as an anti because it's such a fucking throwaway ult a lot of the time. Uh, Genji pop salt. If you're in a good position to use your coalescence, uh, I love doing that because you can generally hit the Genji and your teammate, or at least kind of wiggle around them both and get some damage on both. He's so squishy, you can actually get a kill and keep your teammate up. So that's a lot of fun pissing again. But you need the tracking to be able to do that, by the way. True, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't want to give and anybody that's, that's any when gets. Here. That's when Ja gets really aggro, as he wants to do in games. He goes, they were ready for the tracking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty much just pop coalescence and keep it on Reinhardt. You'll have a good day. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I think what you're looking for is like, oh, you want this tracking? You want this tracking right yeah, here? There it is. How's all that's 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 jaw gold trash talk? You want this tracking when right ja, here? When Jaw's feeling himself, he starts bragging about that tracking real hard. <laughs> oh man, that's what separates the level one from the level three uh, symmetras. By the way, just saying. <laughs> Especially now, oh shit! It's coming Tuesday. It's gonna be nuts. It's gonna be bonkers. I can't wait. So I, I'm really glad I got to use the word bonkers stand the here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, but thanks for writing in again. See a profit. Do appreciate you know 
you're asking the questions, feel free to ask questions. Anybody, you know, we're going to get you into our contact info here in a little bit. So if you have a question you want us to answer on the show, we have some feedback, you know, feel free to reach out. Okay, so we're just going to go ahead and uh, start finishing up here. Like I said earlier, we should have another community episode out later this week, uh, hopefully. And um, that one was that that was a good one too. I had a good time with it. Hopefully, you guys enjoy it. If it's out this week, it'll probably be Friday again. So I hope you guys do enjoy that. Um, we do have the ranked roles in Discord. You can hop in. I really I need to flesh those out a bit more in terms of the instructions. I got that we did add a diamond role as well. So if you're in diamond, you can join the OW diamond role. Uh, the, the to use the rank roles, just go into the PC LFG, even if you're in playing with a console, because that's where the instructions are. Okay, so go to PC LFG and you'll see how to join the rank roles. And then you can just ding those rank roles when you're looking to play and maybe hook up with some other players. Okay, um, something we will be adding soon, and Woods here Guru suggested this, is that we add a uh, team captain's chat to the Discord so that people who are looking to organize scrims and play together uh, can actually, you know, organize scrims in that channel if they want to. So I will, uh, I'm going to get that done this week uh, to for that channel. So if you are a team captain and you want permissions into that channel, just uh, hit us up, let us know. All right. And um, we do have game nights for the Xbox and the PS4. PS4 game night just passed by on Friday. I was able to make that. I was a little late. Uh, but I was able to get that, get a couple games in with the guys. Um, so thanks a lot. Once again, Deathstroke for organizing that. Death, oh, sorry, not Deathstroke. <laughs> Death Squad OG for organizing that. I really do appreciate it. And i um, glad I was able to play with you guys again. Maybe the next game that I'll actually stream it because now I have a capture card for my console. So I might be able to stream it and we can have a good time. Um, what else? We do have Xbox game nights. Those are usually on the first Friday of every month. We had one on the first. This month, the next one is going to be April 5th. All right. So just uh, 10 days from making sure you get your taxes in by April 5th. All right. Don't miss the tax date just because you were on the, uh, you know, we came to the game night. I don't want that type of uh, weight on us. <laughs> and I still got to do my freaking taxes. Oh, uh, yeah. You're late, Kendra. You're late. Um so, yeah, we'll keep you guys up to date with uh, game nights uh, when they're popping up. Uh, you know, we're usually when they're a few days out, we'll mention them on the show. All right. And they started a new Watchers tournament, but we don't have the schedule for it. Right, dude? Do you don't have the schedule? Um, they are playing tomorrow night and Friday night um, at 7 and 9. Since I thought they couldn't play during Overwatch League. Yeah, there's only games Saturday, Sunday this week. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh. so. Oh, okay. Yep. All right. Okay. So, yeah, we'll try to get back on the schedule. Um, or we'll get, get the schedule again from the Watch Tournament so we can let you, actually let you know who's playing. Um, we do live stream usually on Tuesdays. We try to get started sometime between 9 and 10 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time on Twitch.tv slash mash those buttons. So, we love to have you join us uh, when we do stream live. Love to have you part of the audience. Um, it's a good time most of the time. You, you get to hear the stuff that doesn't make it on the show. That's for sure. <laughs> so it's arguably better than anything we talk about on the show. <laughs> I mean, sometimes. <laughs> and then sometimes it's just uh back to anthem again. Yeah, back to back anthem. Back to anthem. 
Yeah, so uh, we do want to hear your Overwatch stories. So like I said, we're going to get into our contact info in a little bit here. But, you know, if you have any funny stories, any questions, anything like that, feel free to reach out to us. We do have a PS4 community and Xbox One club. They're both called Watchpoint Radio Overwatch. And we do have a Discord, uh, like I said earlier, discord.me slash smash those buttons. We'd love to... Um, you know, have you there to join the conversation and always like talking about heroes of overwatch is a great Facebook group to be a part of where you can just keep up with the latest news or you can check out the latest memes or just look for other players to play with. So I definitely suggest checking out heroes of overwatch. If you use Facebook, I'd like to thank everybody for listening. You guys want to give out your social media info before they do that. I'll have, you know, Lou, if the strippers conversation was gold, <laughs> that was gold. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at NerfKinder, please. That's PLS. You can find me on YouTube by the same name. One of these days, I'll get a fucking video out. Uh, I do have a really cool idea that I thought of actually during this show for uh, Batiste involving Halo and the BR. So <laughs> hopefully, I can oh, get God, that together. I already know where it's going. Oh, uh, yeah. You already know. You already know. Yeah. Gain the lead. Double kill. That kind of shit. Um, okay. And uh, you can find me in the dark zone. Um, and then you can also find me on Twitter <laughs> at uh, the dude underscore B. Um, if you're playing division, hit me up. I'll play with you. I was, <laughs> I was thinking that was a division <laughs> reference. I, I haven't played. So I don't know what the hell the dark zone is. I was like, that a Sonic thing or what? No, <laughs> it's pretty. I think you dig it. The um, dark zone. Yeah, that's a zone of color. Thank you very much. the tables have turned (laughs) circle now and uh, you can find me on twitter at church of ja and you can when i do stream you can find me here right on twitch.tv slash smash the buttons i'm going to try to stream more frequently and get more use out of this goddamn capture card um, that I purchased so (laughs) like i said twitch.tv slash smash those buttons um I say, you know, if you enjoyed the show and you want to uh, help us out, the best way to do that is to share the show with others and also rate and review the show on your favorite podcast platform of choice. If you want to take your support a bit further, uh, you can, uh, you know, help us out on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash Watchpoint Radio. You can uh, buy merch from our Teespring store, which is teespring.com slash stores slash smash those buttons. Or you can become a Twitch subscriber at twitch.tv slash smash those buttons. If you want to reach out to us and contact us with any uh, comments or questions, you can email us at wprmashthosebuttons.com. You can also reach out to us on Twitter or in Discord. Uh, We're usually pretty responsive when it comes to that stuff. And I encourage you guys to stay tuned after the show to hear about our other shows. So, yeah, with that, we're done. Thank you for joining us for, well, some of you for 150 episodes. It has been awesome. Going to do 150 more, maybe. Yay, My, maybe we'll, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, shout out to Mike from Sipret Radio. He, he was much more prepared for his 150th episode. I'm, like, I'm doing the notes today. I'm like, oh, shit, this is the 150th episode. I should have did something special. Uh, but I will definitely remember for the 200th episode. So stay tuned for that next year, apparently. (laughs) So, uh, but thanks a lot, guys. Um, We appreciate you guys coming back every week and we hope to see you next week. Actually, yeah, we'll be, we'll be recording the day Batiste goes live or Baptiste goes live. Sorry, I said his name wrong. The P is not silent. The P is not silent. 
All right. We'll catch you guys next week. Thank you for choosing a Mash Those Buttons podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to subscribe to one of our shows, you can find us on multiple podcast platforms across iOS and Android. Just search for the show on a podcatcher like Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts and hit subscribe. If you can't find us on your favorite podcast platform of choice, just go right to the MashThoseButtons.com website, grab the RSS feed, and put it into your podcatcher of choice. If you want to check out some other podcasts you may enjoy, you should check out mashosbuttons.com slash shows. For World of Warcraft fans, we have two podcasts, WoW Talk, which is our news and community podcast, and The Torn and the Goblin, which is our lore and story podcast. If you enjoy Overwatch, make sure to check out Watchpoint Radio to keep up with the latest on Overwatch and its community. If you enjoy fighting games, make sure you check out Double Tap for the latest in the FGC. If you're a fan of The Division or looking forward to The Division 2, make sure you check out Sit Rep Radio. If you want to keep up with the latest that mash those buttons, you can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash mtbsite, facebook.com slash mash those buttons, and youtube.com slash mash those buttons. We'd also like to have you join our Discord community. So just go to discord.me slash mash those buttons and join us for a chat. Once again, thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time.